Zuge de Behata. Lebra de Shantara Oh, my God. 
Once again, my name is Pastor Stanley Sua of Stanley Sua Ministries and the lead pastor of Solemn Presence Arena. Today is the day three of our Solemn School of Ministry, and we are basically dwelling on the subject pastoral ethics. But today, We'll also be narrowing down to ethics for assistance. Yesterday we spoke a lot about ethics for the head. And today we are proceeding to ethics for the assistance. Let's share a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the adoration. Have your way, Lord. Take your place, Father. Teach us, empower us, inform us that indeed the latter glory will be more than the former. Polish us, Lord. Make us, O God, attractive. And let us, O God, understand the principles and the dictates of the kingdom. Empower us as ministers. Equip us and enhance us in this ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Take your place. I commit all my viewers into your hands. I pray that your blessing will be much more than ever before over, over their lives. I pray that your grace will abound over everybody watching me live in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask so God for your protection. I pray for your covering. I pray that firewalls will be engulfed, will engulf their life and their family and their businesses in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I give you all the glory and I give you all the adoration. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm speaking to you and we are in the spa studio right now and want to bring to you uh, a ministry message. And today is our third day. We will we'll be meeting this evening for the last session of this episode. And I believe that your life will never be the same. Yesterday we looked at some few things about the head. And uh, uh, because of time, I wouldn't be able to uh, go into much detail but if you want to if you want to know what uh, uh, we spoke about go to my page Stanley Sower page and then watch it from there it's going to be a great blessing to you you can download it you can you can share it you, you, you can recommend it for somebody to go and watch that thing there are a lot of revelations over there and it will bless you tremendously God bless you I want to acknowledge um, servant of God, uh, Andrews Lakai, God bless you, a great man of God and a powerful servant of God. His heart for ministry is so much amazing. Now let's just go to today's program and the subtopic is ethics for assistance. Ethics for assistance. Ethics, ethics for assistance. Hallelujah. Now when we talk about assistance, what are we talking about? The assistant minister can be identified as anyone operating 
in any of the following positions. Hallelujah. The assistant minister can be identified as anyone operating in any of the following positions. So I am about to mention some positions and anybody that finds himself at that level is an assistant. Don't forget yesterday we spoke about the head pastor. We spoke about the practical ethics of the head pastor. And then we narrowed down to how to create friendship in the ministry. And what we were talking about is the head pastor and the team. The team that you form, how to create friendship among them. And we spoke about things like eating together, accepting each other, traveling together, praying together, um, waiting on the Lord together, and much more. So today we are on the ethics of the assistant. And I'm saying that the following people that I am about to mention are the people that make up the assistant. Hallelujah. And so what the ethics we are about to talk about is, is for these people. Number one, the associate pastor. The associate pastor. Number two, the assistant or the deputy pastor. Number three, the worship leader. Number four, the departmental pastor. Number five, the youth pastor. Number six, the branch pastor. Number four, the minister of music and among others. Are you getting me? So, these people and more make up the assistant of the church. Okay? Now, the obligation of an assistant minister may look very obvious. It may even seem superfluous to write about what is expected of the assistant pastor. Okay? And we must understand that the assistance of the head is a very important body. Like I said yesterday, that the most important people, the most important person, or the most important team of the head pastor is the team that he creates. And they form the 20% of the ministry. And these 20% are the people that make the 80% work. The 80% is the normal church member that come to church on Sunday. But the 20% makes up the team of the ministry. And there are the people that make things work. So for example, when it comes to Jesus Christ's ministry, the 12 is the team. And these people are the people that make the team work. Okay? So they are the most important people for you as the head pastor. Okay? So the assistant can make or to break or can break the ministry. And that's how important these people are. They can make and they can break the ministry. Okay? By their action, words, and by their attitude. Okay? So when you are choosing your assistant at the head pastor, you must be very careful. Because these people have the tendency, they have the ability, they have the capacity, per their words and their attitudes, to break or to make the ministry. Am I communicating to somebody? Now, from, from experience, from experience, one will learn that it is better to have no assistant than to have a bad assistant. It is better to have no assistant than to have a bad assistant. 
Better still, it is better to have no branch than to have a bad branch pastor. It is better to have no branch at all than to have a bad branch pastor. Am I communicating? Okay? Because a good assistant can be compared to a good ambassador. Don't forget, these people, this your team, represents you even in your absence. In your absence, they stand in your shoes or they wear, they, they, they put on your shoe to administer everything that you would have administered if you were present. That is why it is important to know your men. It is important to know your team. When you are choosing them, be very, very, very careful. Hallelujah. Okay? I am just building a foundation. Okay? Now, the assistant of a couple of things that you should know. Now, I'm speaking to the assistant pastor. If you are listening to me, yesterday I spoke about the head pastor or the head or the senior minister. Today, I'm talking about the assistant pastor. Let me tell you something. These things that I am about to talk about, if you can hold it fast, if you can buy into it, you become the favorite of your bishop. You become the favorite of your pastor. You become the favorite in the ministry. A lot of assistant ministers has lost favor in the sight of their head pastors because they don't know these things. But I'm about to tell you some very simple things that maybe it has not occurred to you, but you can do it even from now. And it will go to bring a lot of it's going to bring a lot of favor to you. Hallelujah. There are things that you need to do. And I am coming to bring it to bear. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke chapter 16, the verse number 12. Luke chapter 16, the verse number 12. Luke chapter 16, the verse number 12. I'm talking to assistant ministers. Luke chapter 16, the verse number 12. Are you there? I want to. I'm waiting because I want you to open your scriptures or your Bible. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. Uh huh. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. Read it loud. And if ye have not been faithful, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? Who will give you that which is your own? What the Bible is saying is that. If you as the assistant of the head pastor, you are not faithful with what he has, how can you be giving your own? Okay? How can you be giving that which is your own? This is scripture. Luke chapter 16 verse 12. Listen to it again loudly. Listen to it again. Luke 16 12. Okay. And if ye have and not if faithful, you are not faithful in that which in it's that which is another man's who shall give you that who will give own. you that which is your own so you have a ministry God is saying if you are not faithful with somebody's own 
How can you be giving your own? Every assistant pastor and every assistant minister must listen to this message. This is the Bible talking. So, in other words, as an assistant, anything that you do must be to favor your head pastor. Should be to favor the head minister or the senior pastor. It is very important. You don't do that which you wish. You do that which your, 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 your head pastor wish. And it is very, very important. Okay? If you are not faithful, let me tell you something. Ministry is a gift. Ministry is given to you. When you come into the ministry of your head pastor or a senior man of God, it is a gift, it is a privilege. Don't see it as a right. See it as a wonderful. You get the opportunity to serve a man of God, to serve a minister. It is a privilege. It is a, listen, let me tell you something. It is only a serving Joshua that can become a general in his generation. If you refuse to serve, you cannot be saved. Men that serve well are saved. If you are an assistant and you are listening to me, be it an associate pastor, be it an assistant pastor, be it a worship leader, be it a departmental pastor, be it a youth pastor, be it a branch pastor, be it a minister of music or more, an ushering department leader, let me tell you something. Whatever you are doing in your church, you must understand that it is a privilege because that is the only way that the oils can flow even unto you. That's the only way that the oil can flow even onto you. So the Bible is saying that you can get your own only if you take you 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 take your bishop's ministry, you take the senior ministry as your own. Hello, am I communicating? So ministry, the ministry you find yourself in is a gift. Now, when I give you an iPhone 11, I have given you a gift. I don't pay you for just giving you iPhone 11. I don't pay you by giving you a car. God has given it to us as a gift. And now, what the thing that brings reward is your faithfulness towards that gift. So yes, I have given you a prophetic ministry. I have given you an evangelistic ministry. I have given you the privilege to serve a man of God. The reward comes out of your faithfulness. Faithfulness is loyalty. Hello? So, your faithfulness to the iPhone 11, what you use it to do is what can bring you reward. What you use your iPhone 11 to do, the people you use to call, the application that is on it, the things you, the message you use it to, will determine the reward you get. If you only use it to listen to radio, you will not get any money. If you use it to do marketing, you make money. So your faithfulness towards the gift that has been given to you is what brings you the reward. Every assistant pastor must understand that the ministry that you find yourself in is a gift that is given to you. But what brings the reward is your faithfulness. Now, when you find yourself serving a man of God, understand that your faithfulness towards him is what brings you the reward. If you are not faithful, you will attract a curse. If you like, ask Gehazi. Bible said Elijah followed Elijah to the extent that even Elijah was telling Elijah to return. But Elijah refused 
And at the end of the day, look at the ministry of Elijah. Bible says he had a double portion of Elijah's anointing. What are you looking at? The other day, I think a week ago, I put something on Facebook. I said that it is only short-sighted sons that will prefer their father's mansion over his mantle. Hello, am I communicating? It is only a short-sighted son that will prefer the spiritual father's mansion over the spiritual father's mantle. In other words, if you are following a man of God, have a laser focus. Understand that it is your faithfulness that will bring the reward. How faithful are you in that ministry? How faithful are you in that ministry? How faithful are you to the man of God that you are serving? How faithful are you to that minister that you are serving? It is only faithfulness that brings reward. Hello? Am I communicating? Okay? Understand that very clearly. It's very important. Now, in the ministry in which we are, there are a lot of proliferation of Absalom's. Of Adonijes, of Ahitophels, of Shemais, of Joabs, of Judases, and of Lucifers. So, it is very, it is a chaotic and it's very dangerous in the ministry. And anybody that was not a bad, or was a bad assistant attracted a case. That's why it is very important. You see, it is very. You must be very careful if you are an assistant to a man of God. If you are following a man of God, you must be very careful. Judas tried it, and the Bible said that he died an untimely death. Gehazi tried it, and he attracted a curse of leprosy. Ahithophel tried it, and he had no choice but to hang himself to death. If you have started, please be careful. Ministry is a spiritual thing. You don't joke with it with your, with your natural mind. It's a spiritual thing. You must be faithful. And that is the only way God can give you your own. I recall, I recall many years ago when I was serving in the great ministry of Fountain Gate Chapel. A ministry that I love and a ministry that my heart is into. And in line of ministry, I remember many years ago, they were having a ushering department. And we were not part of the ushering department. Myself, a friend of mine called Jibrin Fuseni, who was a Christian. And then Daniel Soglo, currently a doctor in Suhum. The three of us, we were doing things in the ministry and we were not, in fact, it, in fact we were not looking for pay. Other people were taking money. We said we will not take money. Because this thing that we are doing, we understand that we are serving God. The usher's work is to come and clean the chairs. Make sure the place is nice. But somehow, we realized that they were not able to reach the ceiling. They were not able to reach the fan. They were not able to reach certain height. They were not, because most of them were women, they were not able to read around the chairs. The, the, the church and we go there secretly to read around we go there secretly to 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 do things we go there secretly to clean the things 
I recall when I was doing the projection in the church. We, in fact, all of us were in the projection room doing projection. Other people were taking pain. We were not taking pain. We were just there and doing what must be done. From there, I served in the prayer department, the Issachar force of the ministry. From there, I went to school in UD, uh, at UDS, University for Development Studies. I became the organizer of the ministry. I was working, organizing car, conveying people, arranging chairs, making sure the place is organized. From there, I became the evangelistic director. I did to my capacity. There are times you will see me at the back of tricycle, conveying instruments. I was doing this thing, and it never came to mind that I needed one CD from the ministry. I was serving in that capacity. From there, I came down to Kumasi, served under Prophet Gabriel J. Apia, one of the seasoned prophets of God in this nation. I served. There are times I wake up in the morning, I sweep the church. I, in fact, I open the gate of the chair, sweep the chair, I raise chairs, I preach. After preaching, I take offering. After taking offering, I bless the people. After bless the people, I close, I arrange I, I the chairs back. I, all these things, I was serving. It is only servants that become masters. Only servants that become masters. Bible said concerning Jesus in Philippians chapter 2. He said, he said, he, he didn't consider his reputation. He took upon him the form of a servant. And Bible said that he even died the death and even the death on the cross. And Bible said, wherefore God exalted him. Before God exalt a man, the man must go through the training of a servant. As an assistant minister, as an assistant person in the church, you must understand that service is inevitable. You must serve. Maybe if time permits us, I will talk about the traits of a servant. The traits of a servant. What is expected of servants? Okay, but today let me narrow down to how to be a good assistant. How to be a good assistant. Hallelujah. How to be a good assistant. Your life will never be the same. How to be a good assistant. I can see my sister, the woman of God, Edna, calling Shabanfu. I can see the man of God, Bishop Sylvester Abwaji, and I can see my son, Patrick Riafi, watching. God bless you so much for connecting to the broadcast. So, we are narrowing down to how to be a good assistant. Please, if you have your pen and your paper, let it be by you. I just built a strong foundation, and you need to be part of this broadcast. Share it if you are online. Bless somebody with this, because it will also bless your ministry. Hallelujah. How to be a good assistant. How to be a good assistant. How to be a good assistant. Are you ready? I'm about to fire. I'm about to fire. I'm about to fire. I'm about to fire. Are you ready? How to be a good assistant? How to be a good assistant?
because time is also not on our side how to be a good assistant how to assist your man of God well these are timeless truths they are doubtless truths and it will bring you favor before your bishop it will elevate you it will make you a good servant are you getting me number one number one number one make mention of your head and senior often <laughs> Make mention of your head and senior often. Okay? I will explain. Whenever you are speaking, whenever you are preaching, whenever you are doing counseling, make favorable references to him. Hello? Am I communicating? I'm talking about how to be a good assistant. The disciples will never enter anywhere without mentioning the name of Jesus. It, it is illegal. Elijah said, The God of my father Elijah. The God of my father Elijah. Hey, never, never preach. Never do counseling. Never speak in line of ministry without making a favorable reference to your bishop. To your head pastor anything that you are about to say there is something that he has said concerning it do a favorable reference to him that thing can bring you a lot of favor <laughs> don't forget as an assistant you are an ambassador to your head you are what an ambassador to your head okay so that is the number one point make mention of him of your head and senior very often okay so that is number one that's number one am i helping somebody am i helping you yeah it will help you okay 
It's a way to be what? There are some people when they are talking, even in the midst of their bishop, me, 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 every day, I, I, I. No. If you do that, you are, it is a sign of rebelliousness. It is a sign. It is a sign. It is what? A sign. I'm giving you free apple as an assistant minister. I'm giving you free apple. Take it for free. Share the broadcast. Let it reach somebody. If you are a head pastor, share it. If your assistant can hear this message before this lockdown is over, you enjoy your church. Hallelujah. Number two. Genuinely admire your head and praise him often. Genuinely admire your head and do what? Praise him often. Admire him. There are some people, there are some assistants, they are following the head pastor, but they don't genuinely admire him. They don't genuinely praise him. He's no God, though, but these things are timeless wisdom of an assistant minister. If you are following a man of God, genuinely follow him. Don't follow him because of his shirt. Don't follow him because of his trousers. Don't follow him because of his house. Don't follow him because of his money. His money is not your money, but his anointing can be caught. The anointing that came upon him to make the money, you can catch it and you make your money. Instead of you to be eating fish from his house, you'll be able to catch fish. Am I complicated? If you do not admire him, you should not be working with him. Okay? If you don't admire him, don't work with him. I'm begging you. Don't act. You see, don't do that. If you don't admire your bishop, you don't admire your head pastor, you don't admire the one that you are following, and you cannot praise him, I'm begging you in the name of God. Stop following him. Stop. Stop. Because it is highly possible that you may attract something that does not belong to you. Because case does not belong to you. Uh -huh. Am I complicated? Yeah. Number three. Number three. Introduce your head in an exciting way. When you are introducing him to the public, or you are introducing him to a program, or you are introducing introducing him in a place i am begging you be excited about it don't be like i want to i want to introduce my pastor and he's here he's here so this is him he's coming yeah. you are joking be excited that he's coming introduce him excitedly and make positive or complimentary remarks about everything that he has preached. Let's say your head pastor is done preaching and you must take over to do other things, take offering, announcement and things. When you pick the microphone, talk well about him, compliment him, say good things about the things that he preached, mention some of the things that he preached. This one is wisdom, it's for free. If you do these things, all your colleagues will be sitting every day. Your head pastor will tell you that you are the one that must be the MC. You are the one that must take over him. This one, it is timeless. With it is for free. A lot of people don't know this. Let me give you some free apple. For example, make statements like, "I was really blessed today by this message," or "That message was timeless." Okay, I'm telling you some things. 
I was really when you pick the microphone, begin to say these things. I'm talking to assistant minister. Whether you are a music director, whether you are an associate pastor, whether you are a deputy, whether you are a director in the church, whether to find us you are part of the team, you need this message. It will bless you. Hallelujah. Number four. Do not become a receiver of complaints. Hey. Do not become what? A receiver of complaints. Second Samuel chapter 15. Second Samuel chapter 15. I hope I'm blessing you. Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 2 to 4. Second Samuel chapter 15. Second Samuel chapter 15. Uh -huh, verse 2 to 4. Let's listen to the word of God. And Absalom rose up early. And Absalom did what? Rose, rose up early uh -huh. and stood beside the way of the gate and stood beside the way of the gate and it was so and it was so so he woke up early to stand at the gate uh -huh. that when any man that had a controversy came to the king of and Jack, the bible said when anybody is coming to the father david for judgment. For judgment. Then Absalom called unto him. Then Absalom said, will be gathering the people to himself. Of what city are thou? And they will be asking, where are you from? And he said, mm -hmm. thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. Uh -huh. And Absalom said unto him. And Absalom will say to you. See. See. Thy matters are good and right. You see, he said, the complaint you are bringing, they are good and right. And there is no man disputed of the king to hear thee. Okay. Absalom said, moreover, uh -huh. Oh, that I were made judge in the land. He said, he said he want to be the judge in the land. That every man which had any suit or cause might come unto me. Okay. And I so, would do so, justice. so when the people are bringing complaint and things to the king to be judged, Absalom will stand by the, by the gate. And we tell them bring their complaints. I am perfect. I can also judge your matter. Assistant pastor, please don't be taking complaint when you are a receiver of complaint. You are a suspect. Very soon you are an embodiment and and and, and, and rebellious personified. Please, when they bring when the church members are telling you, Charlie, you the way you talk, you are wise, but I will tell them that they should go to your senior pastor. They want to turn you into an Absalom. Bible says Absalom stood at the gate and was receiving complaint to the extent that the thing entered his head and he began to tell them that he was a better judge. Assistant, please don't be a receiver of complaints in the church. You have received complaint to the extent that you have become garbage. Every gossip in the church, they come to you because you have become a, 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 a baller. What about the name baller? And you receive every complaint. When somebody has something to say against your bishop, they come to you. When somebody has something to say against the church, you are the one that they come to. Don't you think that they, your head pastor says, you preach in Christ, you are in trouble. Assistant minister, 
you are following your man of God. And you know all the gossips in the church. Because anybody feel comfortable to come to you and tell you everything. Please, don't be a receiver of complaint. If your office is a center for the discussion of the shortcoming of your pastor, surely another Absalom is in the making. Hello? Another Absalom is in the making. Everybody, anything wrong with the pastor, the members are comfortable telling you. Please, be careful. Because it will enter your head. It will make you feel like you are the best preacher. It will make you feel like you are the best prophet. It will make you feel like you are the best evangelist in the church. If you are like that, be careful. Assistant pastor, be careful. Hello? These are free, you. Free, I'm not taking money. Free. <laughs> if you are, it will help you. Number five. Number five. You must find genuine excuses for any lapses in the head. I'm talking about how to be a good assistant. How to be a good assistant to your bishop. How to be a good assistant to your senior minister. And number four, and number five is, you must find genuine excuses for the lapses in the head. What do I mean by this? Everybody makes mistakes. And your pastor and your bishop, your head bishop also makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. And nobody is always right. So understand that your head pastor or your bishop is a man that can make mistakes. But as an assistant that you are following the man, you should be able to find good excuses to cover the lapses. Let me tell you, in ministry, you are not called to dress your head pastor. You are called to cover him. Cover him. That is why you are there. You will dress your head pastor from head to toe when he does when he makes a mistake. You are there to cover him up. Let me give you an example. One day, Jesus Christ was was called upon to to do something, and the disciples had already prayed. Uh, the person couldn't get his healing. They prayed and prayed and prayed. The 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 the, 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 the sick person couldn't get any healing. So when Jesus Christ came there, one command, he said, leave, and the person was healed. Hello? The person was healed. And then the disciples asked him, the disciples asked Jesus Christ, hey, but we have prayed that this person couldn't get healing. How come you came with one word? The person was healed. And Jesus Christ told them, as for this one, it takes what? Fasting and prayer. He said, this one goeth not forth, but except through fasting and prayers. But earlier, earlier, the disciples were eating. And the Pharisees asked Jesus Christ, Jesus, why is it that your disciples do not fast like John the Baptist disciples? And, and Jesus Christ told the Pharisees, that hey, Pharisee, so far as I am with them, they don't need to fast. But this same Jesus now told the disciples, that as for this kind of deliverance, as for this kind of healing, it takes fasting and prayer. So, do you know what Jesus was doing? He was covering his own. He was covering his own. But today in ministry, there are assistant ministers that are always there to blackmail and to destroy their bishops. Mercy on our generation. When I watch social media, the way young people, young men, young ministers, 
they are able to lift their voice against ministers that have been in ministry 20 years and 30 years and they lambast and they destroy them in the name of they are they, they, they are correcting errors do you know how to correct errors who are you who called you who brought you into ministry who anointed you who made you a judge over that bishop assistant minister i am talking to you today i am talking to you i am talking to you be very careful be very careful who made you judge over your bishop I'm talking about how to be a good assistant. How to be what? A good assistant. Am I communicating to you? Okay? So that's number what? That's number five, right? You must find genuine excuses. Everybody makes mistakes. Your senior will have this fair share of his mistake. If your if your duty as a it is your duty as a good assistant to defend and protect the developing ministry of your pastor. It is your duty. Why are you there in the first place? Eh? Why are you there in the first place? Let me tell you, whenever your head pastor is unable to attend a function and they are people are complaining, oh my man of God, whether or you two no power. Yeah, you buy, you know, and you didn't have to post that so when to me and ma and I walk and I oh yeah two no, you're inviting and no your way. Assistant pastor, they come to tell you this thing. Do you know what you're supposed to do? Don't go and tell the people that mm, Bishop Des are not you. On the other day, Master, on the other figure, I forget, you know. Master, you are making a big mistake. You don't do that. Hello? Okay? You, as the assistant pastor, you must inform the parties concerned that your head had intended to be there himself but could not make it for a very good reason. Find an excuse to cover your bishop. Hey, this one, it is timeless wisdom, it is not a lie. Even God told Abraham, tell them. God told Abraham some things. And people say it's a lie. It is not a lie. It's not a lie. Hello? So please, as an assistant pastor, be able to cover the nakedness of your father. Be able to cover the nakedness of him because he had his own fair share. The reason why you are even seeing the nakedness and the mistake because you are very close. You are very, very close to him. You, you can find his flaws in, in his marriage. You can find his flaw in his daily life. But it is not your responsibility to judge him and to, 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 to just expose him. Then what is your use? What is your use? I'm talking to you, assistant pastor. Am I communicating somebody? Am I blessing somebody? Okay. If you give the impression that your head is a good person... Who is constrained by real and pressing schedule? You are a good assistant. Okay? So, when your bishop has some glasses, do not say, oh, I do not know why he didn't come to the hospital to visit you. He is probably sleeping at home. It is a village talk. Find something. Even if he is sleeping, and the church member comes to you that hey, me yarukrano, also from Besramio. Let the person know that oh, on your emergency, that is a wise son. Don't tell me that you can speak truth than everybody in the world. Okay, I am telling you some things. Very, you must take them. Assistant minister, understand this truth. It will help you. Hello, cover his lapses. 
John chapter 3, verse 23. Let me go to the 7 and then we read the scripture. Verse 7. Always remind the congregation that you are not the main person and that there is someone above you. Assistant pastor, no matter how prophetic you are, Tell the people, when you are ministering, tell them that there is a man of God. There is a bishop. There is a head over you. You are a man under authority. I'm telling you, I'm speaking about how to be a good assistant. How to be a good assistant. Am I communicating? How to be a good assistant. Number seven, always remind the congregation that you are not the main person and that there is somebody above you. There are some assistants, eh? When you give them the microphone to preach, when they are at the pulpit, they become on the organ of the day. They will never refer to their bishop. If you are doing that, you are a bad assistant. Don't forget, you are an ambassador. Every ambassador of Ghana talks and mentions the name of Nanado. As if Nanado put the word in their mouth. But as for you, you man the pulpit and you say that, maybe you're prophetic. I don't have size. Master, if no matter how prophetic you are than your bishop, refer to him. That this oil that is on us, it is because this man laid hands on us. I like something that Prophet Ajman Prepper always will do when he's invited by Prophet, uh, by, by Reverend, is to Danaba. Check it. That when I watch him, I realize that this is a son that will go very far. No matter his flaws, he will go very far. You cannot stop him. You can check it. Anytime Reverend is to invite him to Shepherd Summit or Love Revolution, when he picks the microphone, the first thing he does, he will praise the man. He will speak well of the man. He will, he will say a lot of things. No matter how, prof, how prophetic he can prophesy, but he will tell you that, but for the oil that Reverend issued or the hand that was placed upon him, he would have been nobody by now. That is wisdom at hand. That is what? Wisdom at hand. So you see, every day, be able to do what? That there is somebody ahead of you. Okay? Am I communicating? Okay. So let's read John chapter 3 verse 28. John chapter 3 verse 28. John 3 28. Yeah, read it. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. John the Baptist, the prophet, one of the day. Don't forget, that man was weird. That man was highly prophetic. The only man that was able to see the Messiah and say, this is the one I'm talking about. Isaiah and Co. was talking about, he will come. Jeremiah, he will come. All of them, he will come. But this man, he was, he was so intense that he was able to say that this is the one that came. But look at what he said in John chapter 3. He said what, 28? Ye yourselves bear me witness mm -hmm. that I said I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. In other words, before Jesus Christ even came to the scene, Anytime John the Baptist will be preaching and talking, he will always mention the coming of Jesus. So at this point, he was now telling them that you yourself, you bear me witness because you were there when I spoke about it, that I am not the Christ, I am not the Messiah, I am not the one that is to come, but there is somebody that is ahead of me, and is, he, he is Jesus Christ. Assistant pastor, don't go and use your face to take all the glory. It is not for you. You are following your time will come. There is a day your man of God will lift you. Because don't forget, every father wants the son to do better than him. But you must be addict follower. You must know how to serve well. You must know these things that I am talking about. And that is the way you will be lifted. 
you will be what? Lifted. You'll be lifted. Hallelujah. I pray that you'll be lifted in the name of Jesus. Okay? Number eight. Number eight. Show your admiration or show your admiring congregation how and when you learnt all that you know. John chapter 5 verse 19. When you are prophesying, when you are singing, when you are ministering, when you are doing everything, they begin to give you fans. But you know, let them know that you learnt all that thing from your bishop. He taught you. That was what nearly killed David. It nearly killed David. When David killed Goliath, the women began to sink. David killed 10,000. Saul killed 1,000. David couldn't shut their mouth down. And it attracted a spear. Let me tell you, young man following a man of God, if you don't want to attract a spear, David was privileged that he dodged them. But maybe you may attract something that it is not your time to attract them. When you are following a man of God, if you are following a spiritual leader, know how to do what? To tell the people that as for me, where I am right now, it is because this man taught me this. He taught me that. He did this. It will save you. It will bring you favor. A lot of people don't know this. So far as they have read the scriptures, they are like, hey, in my quiet time, yeah, it's good in your quiet time, but who showed you how to go into your quiet time? Who pressured you? Who rebuked you? They are the things that formed you. They are the things that made you. Okay? Don't forget, we are talking about how to be a good assistant. Hallelujah. Okay. John chapter 5, the verse 19. John chapter 5, the verse number 19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, uh -huh. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, The Son can do nothing of himself. Can do the akasa. The Son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the Father But do. what he sees the Father doing. For what things soever he doeth. For what thing so, soever he doeth. This also doeth the Son likewise. This also doeth the Son likewise. Mm. Was it? We always see Jesus walking on water. We see him casting out devil. We see him opening the blind eye. We see him doing a lot of tremendous things. And when the people came to me, say, you know something? Whatever you see me do is because my father is doing them. But all of us didn't see God talking anything. No. All of us didn't see God stretching out. We saw Jesus stretching forth his hand. But he said, it is my father that doing it. That's why you see me doing it. Assistant minister. When you are doing it, understand that it is your spiritual father that has given you commission to do it. This one is wisdom. This one is security. This one will safeguard your life. This one will sustain your destiny. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I communicating to somebody? Number nine. When you minister to church members, let them know that you are actually doing it on behalf of the head. Hello. When you do what? You are ministering to church members. Let them know that you are doing it on behalf of the head. I will not talk much because I have said a lot about that. When we say in the name of Jesus... It informs people that we are acting on behalf of who? Jesus. Okay? So let them know. Number 10. Number 10. Number 10. What is the time? I have 10 minutes to go. Okay. My producer says I have 10 minutes to go. 
have 10 minutes to go. So I'm still talking to assistant. How to be an, a good assistant? Number 10. Be genuinely happy at the promotion of your head. Be what? Genuinely happy about the promotion of your head. There are some assistants. I don't know what is wrong with this. And I don't know what is wrong. Whenever the bishop is being promoted, it, it pains them. It pains them. But please, a good assistant will always be happy at the promotion of what? The head. John chapter 3 verse 26. Be genuinely happy at the promotion of your head pastor. When they are promoting them, when the president is honoring him, be happy. When they are promoting, don't see someone say that, mm, wait there, master, wait there, uh, your connection, or he doesn't deserve it. You are a bad assistant. Good assistants don't do that. Okay? Good assistants don't do what? They don't do that. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's go. John chapter 3, verse 26. And they came unto John mm -hmm. and said unto him. And they came and the, and the crowd came to John and they said unto him. Rabbi. Rabbi teacher. He that was with thee beyond Jordan. He that was with you in the Jordan when you baptized him. To whom thou bearest witness. Uh -huh. Behold. Behold. The same baptized and all men. The same person baptized other people too. And all men and they are, and they came to John and said that John everybody is going to Jesus Christ so the person that you spoke about the person that you baptized everybody is going to him at this time so please uh-huh continue John answered and said John answered them and said a man can receive nothing a man can receive nothing except it be given except him from it be heaven. giving him from heaven go to the uh, continue to the 30 I should continue from 28 yeah, to the 30. You yourselves bear me witness. And John said, you yourself, you bear me witness. That I said. That I said. I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. But that I am sent before but him. But I am sent before him. He that had the bride. He the that bride has the bride. Is the bridegroom. Is the, is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom. Which standeth and heareth which him. Which standeth here and which stand and hear him. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Rejoice greatly because of what? The bridegroom. So John the Baptist rejoiced greatly because of the promotion of Jesus Christ. Jesus' ministry was doing well. When Jesus Christ's ministry came, John the Baptist's ministry was going down. But the Bible said that so far that John the Baptist knows, and John the Baptist was a good assistant, Bible said he rejoiced because of of the promotion of Jesus Christ. Assistant pastor, assistant minister, be happy about the promotion of your bishop. Be happy. Okay? Genuinely be what? Happy about the promotion of your bishop. Because you see, but the Bible said, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. When your bishop is lifted up, if his ministry is lifted up, your head will also be lifted up. Why are you killing that ministry? Very soon, you will say you are going for some application. They will tell you that go and bring some signature. The pastor that you destroyed, are you coming for a signature? No, nobody will respect it. But when you honor him and you are happy about his promotion, his signature can make way for you. So if you are following the man of God, oh, follow him with your heart. Genuinely be happy. Hello? 
my producer says my time is almost up i'm left with five minutes to go okay so let me reserve the rest let me reserve the rest let me reserve the rest i've given you 10 capsules to be a good assistant hallelujah okay so this evening i'll continue i'll continue and i'll talk about the things that you must notice and this one every head pastor should be around every bishop every synonym to be the things that you must see so that you will detect bad assistant you will detect absaloms and donages you will detect uh, uh, Joabs, you will detect Shemites, you will detect Lucifer's among the team. The early, the earlier you detect them, the safer it becomes for you. Because there are some levels when they, they strike, it can worry you. Okay? So this evening, 7 o'clock on the dot, I'll come your way again. And that's the last session of the uh, first episode of the uh, this uh, broadcast. Hallelujah. And I believe that you are blessed and I believe that your life has never been the same again, okay? So I just spoke to you about the ethics of the assistant ministers, okay? Your life will never... Let me quickly recap on the point. Number one, I said that how to be an assistant pastor. Number one, make mention of your head and senior pastor. Number two, introduce them well. Number four, do not become a receiver of complaint. Number five, you must... You must you must find genuine excuses for any lapses in the head. Number six, do not become a receiver of complaint. Number seven, always remind the congregation, always remind the congregation that you are not the main person and that there is someone ahead of you. Number eight, show your admiration, your admiring congregation, how and when you let all that you know. Number nine, when you minister to the church members, let them know that you are actually doing what you have been told to do. And number 10, be genuinely happy at the promotion of your head. Hallelujah. I hope I've blessed somebody today. The song at the background is a song sung by Minister Mark Frank. Minister Mark Frank, a very anointed minister of God. His ministry is a blessing unto me and unto many, many people across the nations of the world. Let me acknowledge some few people online. Let me acknowledge some people online. I can see Minister uh, Pastor Richard N. Bucky. God bless you for connecting today as well. I can see the USA, the USA Principality, Robert Mode from United States of America. Wow, God bless you, man of God. I love you so much. An anointed man of God. And I can see my friend, the prophet of God, Prophet Dom Kafui Emmanuel. Prophet Kafui, God bless you, man of God. Prophet Kafui, Prophet Kafui, Prophet Kafui, God bless you, an anointed man of God, the general overseer of Grace Field Ministry, headquartered in the in the Upper West of Ghana. 
doing very well over there. And I can see, wow, one great man of God, Atangaye and Joseph. God bless you, anointed man of God. I can see my sister, Nana Ipia Yebua. Wow, powerful man of God, anointed woman of God. Wow, I can see my sister, Philomena Prudy Saki. Wow, one of my best friends in life. A lady that helped shape my life, my ministry. And uh, I love her so much. I love her so much. I can see Bishop Simon Ata Akoto, a great man of God. We were together in the military school in um, Bishop um, Bishop Affairs Church, a Bishop Affairs Ministry, a very anointed uh, man of God, Bishop. God bless you. I can't wait to meet you one of these days. And I can see my wife watching also, Sisi uh, Soa, my wife admires my ministry a lot. Okay, many, many people, uh, please, if I didn't mention your name, uh, I will do that later. God bless you so much. God bless you so much for connecting. I love you, 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 I love you. Don't forget, I'll be coming your way again this evening, and I'm going to talk about how to detect bad assistant. You know, it's a way to detect it. If time permits, we will talk about ethics for church services. There is a way to handle your church. Okay? There's a way to come online, handle your church, because a lot of people are watching. There's a way to do that. And I'll mention some practical. Everything I'm mentioning, they are very practical. And they are they will be a blessing unto you. Are you getting me? So please, this evening, 7 o'clock, PM on the dot, I will come your way again for the last session of this broadcast. And your life will never be the same. I'm going to open your eyes to some timeless truth that will help you and help your ministry. Share the broadcast. Be a blessing. Oh, I can see my brother Barnabas Clement Anchaba, the son of a great man of God. Pastor Clement Anchaba of Fountain Gate Chapel, the chairman of the International Presbytery of Fountain Gate Chapel and the treasurer of the Ghana Pentecostal uh, and Charismatic Council. A very anointed man of God and serves as He's a very great mentor of mine. This morning I was listening to his message and it's been a blessing to me. Barnabas, I love you. You will meet one of these days. I learned you are about to marry. Is it true? God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Charlie, invite me. If you are going to marry, invite me so that I'll be there to watch the way you do. You make his the bride. It's very important to watch, to watch that scene. It's very important.